There's no problem too big or small, no issue too hot or cold, and no subject these gentlemen won't talk about. Let's head into the lab to see what they're working to figure out today. Let's get into it and get down to it. Welcome to Figure It Out. This is George Grombacher. Joining me, as always, is Centauri Miner. Hello, folks. Helping us move from awareness to action this week is Catherine Pappas, the Director of Workforce Strategy at Pipeline AZ, a fully funded first-in-the-nation technology platform for broad-based regional workforce career mapping and matching career paths. Catherine, we're excited to have you on. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me today. I'm doing great. I'm having a wonderful Monday. Awesome. And Centauri, I, I know that you started your day really early in a different part of the country. How How is your Monday? My Monday is uh, sleepy and busy, but awesome because I get to do this podcast with you guys. Awesome. Perfect. So Catherine, Pipeline AZ, I, I just gave it a super wordy description, um, but tell us how it is that you came to be working on this. What What were you doing before? <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's kind of a crazy story. Um, I literally just uh, one of the most important things I think that um, would be helpful for anyone in taking awareness to action or just trying to have an end goal in mind is networking. Um, it's such an important part of I know uh, my life and always has been, and so just through. Having a, a great network, I ended up meeting with an individual who was running this program initially. Um, and so prior to being on this project, I was running my own business. Prior to that, I had a really long stint within higher ed uh, running a consultancy component. And so um, by literally meeting somebody um, that was running this project and telling her about my background, it was an immediate fit. And so both of us had no idea why we were meeting, <laughs> but it was so serendipitous and it's, it's been an absolutely perfect opportunity for me to take a lot of the things that I've learned in my career uh, thus far and things that I'm passionate about in terms of really watching something grow um, and making a very strong impact uh, across a community. So uh, it, it kind of strikes on a lot of chords for me. So it's been a really cool opportunity that um, I've been able to pardon. Catherine, you gave um, you gave a couple of nuggets of your background to our listeners, but would love just to hear a little bit more comprehensively your journey from you know what what you studied, how you got there, what brought you to this point. Yeah, absolutely. So you're actually asking me one of my most favorite questions because this is why Pipeline exists. Um, the project that we're working on is really aimed at helping people know how to get from you know where you are to where you want to go. How do you fill in those blanks? So for me personally, my journey started in Indiana. I was born and raised there um, and came to U of A. So that's really my journey to Arizona started with my undergrad at U of A. I studied international business and consumer behavior. So I had a, a double degree and then uh, thought I would move to Chicago because I had done an internship there and closer to family. Um, but then fate kind of brought me to Phoenix temporarily and I started working in sales and started meeting people and just started kind of making a life for myself here. Felt really connected to 
Phoenix right away. Um, and so, you know, decided that I wanted to pursue my education further. So I got an MBA in global management um, and started working in higher ed. So I was uh, working at Apollo Education Group. I ended up being there for uh, about 14 years. So a pretty long period of time. Um, but what I did there, uh, it's kind of like being an entrepreneur. And so uh, that was sort of where I started to get my feet wet as an entrepreneur. So um, Apollo was growing a lot of different um, arms of, you know, the business at that point. And so I was able to get in um, at the place where, you know, we were starting to look at how high school and learning could really start to be, you know, shaped and molded at, you know, before university level and then looking at pathways all the way through careers. And so we started to build out all different types of B2B roles, which I was able to be a part of and lead teams, um, which eventually took me to a role within the organization where we literally would sit with employers. Um, it was a national B2B team where we would sit with employers and really uh, dive into where they had skill gaps. And so, you know, nationally, this is a huge issue. And this is exactly the challenge that we're trying to solve with pipeline here locally. Um, but the work that I did at Apollo really helped me to understand from an educator standpoint, how to meet, you know, businesses where they're at and really understanding, you know, specific pathways by industry and how educators play a large part in that um, and how education can shift um, you know, if you really think about it in terms of being more agile um, and just in time, um, or really rather, how can you, you know, start to adjust learning and really, you know, try to enhance it through just in time training. Um, so kind of extending beyond degree programs or being able to align those to pathways. That's really the work that we did. Um, kind of longest duration that I had within Apollo. So it was very much a, a B2B role, um, B2B to C. <laughs> and, you know, I would just say, if you think about every industry today, um, there are new ones emerging, you know, right here in Phoenix, med tech is huge and continues to be, um, you know, a really awesome industry to be a part of and you know we see it across you know all the different community-based organizations and educators about how we can support this emerging industry and so you know if you think about trying to find a pathway i mean me personally i didn't set out to you know work in higher ed it just kind of what i started to get interested in and the opportunity was there um when i left you know, my path took a completely different turn where um, I started to learn about, you know, what made me a unique leader. Um, so I took a little bit of a sabbatical and I really like, built my own business around that, you know, intention of, you know, treating people uh, and really building a team on sort of a holistic playing field. And so, you know, that is just part of who I have always been as a, as a leader, um, kind of where I like to, you know, build up teams. And so um, when I left Apollo, 
and started my own business. And this is just prior to coming onto this project. Um, it was really to help companies explore how do you attract and retain talent by building your operations and building your organization around, you know, ways that keep people engaged. Um, so that was, that was just a really fascinating way for me to continue to give back. And I, you know, was really excited to be able to dive into so many different organizations and, um, you know, here locally. So again, it's, if you think about some of those different pieces, um, you know, studying business, studying consumer behavior, people, um, then getting into higher ed, but being able to be, I call it the intrapreneur. So I did a lot of entrepreneurial things within, you know, kind of a higher ed world, um, which then led me to having an opportunity to have my own business. Then that parlayed me into leading this now community project. Um, so that's it in a nutshell. Hopefully that gives more insight. Nice. Yeah. It seems like all of your, your, your previous experience has probably positioned you really well for, for this new initiative, Pipeline AZ. So if you would, I know I gave a thumbnail sketch of it, but tell us exactly what, uh, what the organization is working on doing. Yeah. So uh, Pipeline AZ is a project that's really been probably in the works for about eight years. Um, and it's, it's a concept and an initiative that is part of a much bigger plan. Um, but just for you know the purposes of you know, right away understanding, it is a workforce platform. And it is a technology platform that is basically open source and able to be free for all users. The goal of this platform and why it is so impactful and important here is because we have, a, you know, a continuance of a tight labor market um, and a real inability to find talent quickly. So employers are really struggling to find, you know, the talent that they need, and they literally are just combing through piles of ill-matched resumes. And, you know, there are many people today, we've got, if you look at, you know, sort of our breakdown uh, of people, there are so many, you know, eligible workers, let's say, that are just not engaging in the workforce. And so, you know, digit, the digitization of talent acquisition has really, you know, we think started to make people feel very disengaged. Um, so the gap just continues to widen. There are so many ways in which, you know, people can look for a job There's so many tools, but all of these tools, none of them really distill down the most important thing, which is what do you want to do and what are you able to do? Uh, so upon starting to look at, you know, technology and realizing that our challenge here in greater Phoenix is, um, you know, we need to have a better way to connect with, both sides, meaning the job seeker and the employer. And we know that through finding technology that can help us really distill communication into more of a simplified manner, uh, we could do that. So what we, what we are doing essentially is communicating based on skills. So both sides, a job seeker and an employer are able to come into the platform and identify who they are through um, a profile. So a job seeker starts to fill out information and they identify 
their skills and their interests, what their history is. It could be, you know, I've not had a job before to have had six jobs before, plus military experience, plus degrees, you know, or, you know, just certifications and experience, whatever that is, you know, people, every single person has a different pathway. So it's just being able to, you know, take those things that make you who you are, place it into our platform, and then it becomes data points that leads you exactly to where you want to go. So we'll immediately populate and match you to opportunities that are currently available here in Greater Phoenix. So we think that, you know, a lot of the problem is that we just really need to streamline the vernacular and help people make better decisions on both sides and really improve the outcomes for people seeking opportunities and for employers finding talent. So employers on the other side of the equation are able to come in and they build uh, what we call a company page. That's essentially their profile. And it's an opportunity for the company to speak directly to a job seeker about what makes their company unique, you know, why it's important to fill, you know, why they have certain perks and benefits, um, what their hiring process is like, what specific roles are or who certain people are within the organization. So keeping it a little bit more humanistic. Um, and then they go in and post a job. And even though it may look the same as every single job that, you know, we're able to pull into our system, what makes it really unique when an employer comes in and posts a job directly is they underpin it with specific skills that they're looking for. Um, so now we're matching like, both sides. And so that's how it's really kind of cutting through all the noise um, that exists in the, the marketplace today. Catherine, I'm curious what, so um, just to help people conceptualize this, what is your nearest competitor? Like what would that look like? Or does it truly not exist in any form like this? Yeah, um, we have no competitors whatsoever. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> We, we are definitely unique in that, you know, you can think about a job board like an Indeed or a Monster as being like, hey, that's kind of similar to what you do. Um, but it's, it's not because we're going beyond what a job board does. Um, mostly and first and foremost, because, you know, this initiative is really built by the community. Um, when the recession hit, in 2008, there was, you know, business, education, civic leaders that really gathered to conduct a very honest and thorough assessment of our region. And what they found was that, you know, we had to have much more of a diverse economy um, and have more of a ability to be not susceptible to the cyclical downturns. And so there was a plan created that really enabled us to have, you know, three pillars to kind of follow, if you will. Um, so with that, I won't get into all that detail, um, but if anyone's interested, I'd be happy to elaborate on that. Um, we also created a 501c3 that is where we got our initial funding and investment. And so um, literally for the past two and a half years, once we found our technology partner, we have been working uh, in support of our entire community in order to build this platform. 
So there is nothing like it because there is no one that has built an end-to-end -end community based platform. Uh, what does that mean? Well, if you look across, you know, any community, you've got two and four year schools, you've got, you know, different workforce partners like Goodwill and you're up, you know, community based organizations, um, folks like the Arizona Coalition of Military Families to St. Mary's Food Bank. Then you have, you know, your economic development groups like GPEC. You've got your chambers of commerce. You've got industry groups and experts, businesses, employers. So there's a lot of different sort of constituents in the community that all have been a part of creating this. So we created a uh, advisory council that we've been meeting now over a year um, that is made up of leaders from for cross-functionally from all of these groups that I mentioned in order to ensure that as we're thinking about this platform, we gather the right business requirements so that across the community, aside from having skills as the common vernacular, we also were thinking about, you know, how that a platform like this can help us transform the way a job seeker gets from one place to the next. How can we as a region understand and make better decisions about policy, uh, be able to tell educators what skills are, are needed and where gaps truly lie. Um, so it's, you know, it's really thinking about the kind of information um, and really in partnership and through collaboration, you know, we in Greater Phoenix have an opportunity to really have a, a, a real-time understanding of what's happening in the workforce. And so when you say, you know, when you ask the question, is there competition, I'm kind of, you know, joking because um, there truly isn't anything like this um, in terms of, you know, how it was originated, the kind of support that it's had, and now, you know, kind of where we're leading. I like that that's really exciting. And yeah, I, I think that you answered that question really, really well. Um, so a lot of hard work has gone into it. What what is the expected impact? How many companies are you trying to match into it? How many people are you trying to match to those companies? Yeah, so uh, thank you for the question. And so we have, to date, we have been live. Let me just give you this a quick background as far as like milestones. We've actually been live since March of last year. Um, but the goal in going live um, back in March was kind of our um, phase where we're taking, like, we're kind of prototyping, right? We're past the conceptual thought leadership, you know, kind of putting everything in action. But really, we were trying to slowly onboard um, through channel partners uh, two different groups. One is a case manager group. Um, and the second group is both employers and job seekers. So I kind of put them together because uh, we were kind of looking at, you know, onboarding them through different streams, whether it be through an industry or different user types. Um, so let me start with the first group. So case managers is our additional user type that's in the platform that basically is a career navigator. So if you've worked with within workforce, that's kind of a synonymous term. Um, but we bring it up with, you know, educators and typically speak to it in more of a 
you know, career navigator. Most people probably understand what that means. So anyone that would work at one of those community-based organizations I mentioned earlier, like a Goodwill, or, you know, if you wandered into an Arizona at work office, there are people there that are dedicated to help people find jobs. So we, over the course since March of really this last, uh, you know, 11 months have been working with various groups across our community in order to onboard case managers. We're at almost 60 people that are now working inside of pipeline to help support the journey. So imagine if you wanted to have some kind of a mentor or just have that additional assistance, like, Hey, I'm looking for, you know, this kind of a role or. I've got these skills, you know, I'm not sure where do I go or I'm interested in this industry. It's just helping to navigate the technology or maybe the next step, whether it's taking a, a journey towards picking up a, certi a certification or, you know, going down a career path. I mean, that person that sort of sits in the middle becomes a mentor. Um, and then we also started to look at, you know, job seekers and employers. Um, and I kind of mentioned them in tandem because we weren't marketing yet very intentionally. Um, so we were bringing on sort of a piloted group of folks through the channel partners and case managers that we were working with already. And through some folks that were part of the initiative, whether from the community from the very beginning of this project to people that were part of our council, um, we started to bring on and register folks so that we could truly understand what we might need to adjust. And I mentioned earlier in terms of business requirements. So what are the things that will make it easier for the technology to perform so that it's sort of a, it's a seamless experience for each group and for us to be able to even pass a job seeker from one group to another, or as someone's completing, you know, their journey across a career in five years or 10 years can come back to pipeline you know, or, or make their way from one organization to the next. It's meant to be a very continuous um, tool for sort of lifelong learning and career guidance. And so um, I bring up all this because when you look at, you know, what are the goals, um, we really kind of start our, our goals here in January. That's when we officially went live. So we have now officially come up from underground. That's kind of our joke since we're a called Pipeline AV, um, but we have intentionally started to market out to our greater Phoenix region. We've got um, billboards up, um, so if you happen to drive downtown, uh, you'll see us in front of Talking Stick and Chase uh, Fieldhouse. You'll see us very present in terms of you know all of the social channels, and we're starting to um, put some intentionality around releasing some ads that we've created and some videos um, that really are directed towards, you know, users to really help them engage with the site um, and really kind of pull them in. So um, we are looking at uh, touching 20,000 job seekers and about 5,000 employers here this first year. Awesome. Yeah, just to give you a, a numerical, but... Well, that's super exciting. That is a that is a big impact. Um, well, you've you've been working on this, and I feel like 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 your whole background has been leading you to this moment uh, with this opportunity to impact so many people. Um, what we like to ask, one of the questions we love asking people are, what are the, some of the th 
three what are the three biggest things that you've learned over the past couple of years? Yeah, thank you. I would say the first thing uh, would be what I mentioned earlier. Um, and that's, I always say it ABN, like if you're ever in sales, you probably heard the team A or the term ABC always be closing. <laughs> um, I always say ABN always be networking. And I think it's just part of my personality. I love people and I, I'm always really fascinated to learn people's story, to see where they're going. And so networking is just, you know, continues to be something that I think I've always appreciated. And I think it's part of what I continue to learn, um, especially this year and being part of the project. Um, it's been really cool to see how, you know, connected we are and how connections you have at some point come back around. And uh, so that's just something that I continue to think of a really important, um, really important thing to me. Um, second, I would say is the importance of humility. And, you know, I, I think this is something I continuously learn because no matter what you're doing, you know, I think that everyone should pick up the mop and, you know, the broom and like sweep the floor, so to speak. And, uh, you know, so I say that because every role is important, no matter what you do. And in order to really make something happen, you know, it's one thing to kind of think, gosh, it'd be cool to do this, but it's another to really take part in shaping it and making it happen. So a project like this, you know, is, is a big undertaking. Um, to say the least, but, you know, we're all very humbled to be a part of it. And so I think humility is important just to kind of always think about um, because there's ways that as challenging as anyone's job or role or situation is um, to kind of take a step back and just, you know, think about it, you know, in a more of an observant way, there's usually a way you can figure it out pretty quickly. Um, so that would be the second one. Um, and then third, I would just say that it's people would be, you know, these all seem so connected to me, <laughs> but it's a very, it's a very a separate one. Um, that's been my interest. So I guess maybe it's like a takeaway would be what's your most important interest. Um, to me, it's always been people. I, I love to, like I said before, the storytelling and, uh, kind of understanding that. Um, that's something that drives me personally. Um, so maybe it's, you know, the way to say it is like, no, know what drives you. Um, for me, it's people. Um, I like impacting people. I like helping people. I like watching people grow. That's really interesting to me. Catherine, you, uh, we've done now, I think it's going to be 111 shows and you hit on something that's been a theme throughout, which is we ask that question every time. Some, everyone says it's it's people, right? Like relationships matter, um, deep connections matter. And so glad that you hit on that once again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, completely agree. And the connections we make, the relationships we make, and making sure that you're doing a good job of nurturing those because you never know um, when an opportunity might pop up. 
So, and obviously, humility, I think, is so important. And especially when you're trying to do something as ambitious as the things that you're working on, uh, it doesn't matter what role in the organization you have. If there's work that needs to be done, then, you know, somebody has to do it. So to be humble enough to be able to do that. Appreciate that very much. Absolutely. So, Catherine, um, finally... The last question we love to ask people is, if you could make one plea knowing that the entire world would hear it, what would that plea be? Oh, boy. I think that I would say for everybody, I w- you know, if there was a level playing ground, no matter what, <laughs> um, just treating everybody with respect and having a level playing ground as, as much as that's possible. Um you know, I constantly am pleasantly surprised in how people and how, you know, things can flow in any good directions. And, you know, sometimes like a fleeting thought or feeling is temporary, but it's like putting that continuous effort in is so important. Um, so, yeah, so it's just, you know, thinking about things from a, from that framework is, is really key. I, I appreciate that very much. So when people, as people are listening, they say, I'm an organization that wants to take part in this, or I'm a job seeker that wants to take part in this. What would the next steps be for them? Very easy. They just go directly to pipelineaz.com and register. It takes five seconds to enter your name, email, um, create a password and you're in. So um, for a job seeker, there is kind of more a choose your own adventure kind of experience on your dashboard for employers. Um, if someone on your in your staff or in your organization you may not know is already registered, then you can just request to join the company and um, you'll hear back within 24 hours and you're welcome aboard. And like I said, there is no cost to users and the goal and mission is that it will never be a cost to users. Um, and I would just say too, if you're, if you love this mission, like we do, and you're interested in getting involved, there are so many ways. Um, you can just reach out directly to us and that is at info at pipelineaz.com. That's our email. You can reach out to us. Um, we do a lot of community events, and there are opportunities to get involved in a number of ways. Um, so we'd love to have you come aboard, and uh, especially if you love to kind of think about pathways and career pathways, this is a, it's a really interesting way that the community is really seeking to have understanding, right, about what our regional pathways are. Um, which could be unlimited, um, but it's it's something that uh, is really unique. And so if you have any interest, we'd love to hear from you. And also in terms of feedback, and this is how we've gotten to where we are today. Um, so if you go on the site and explore and you're like, gosh, I wish I could see this. Um, I mean, today you can see 960 careers, and that is associated with all kinds of really cool local information, what are average salaries, who are the top companies hiring for these roles? And you can get super granular with information. Um, but if there's something that you had in terms of feedback or, you know, I wish that the site could do this, um, there's a help button in the bottom right-hand corner of the site that follows you around. We'd love to hear any advice and feedback that you have because that 
goes into our development cycle and we are able to make sort of continuous improvements. Well, I think it's very cool. Satari, what have we forgotten to talk about? Answered all my questions. Thanks, Catherine, for the uh, very impactful work you're doing. I'm excited to hear about how the first year goes. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to be here today. Yeah. Catherine, is there anything else that you want to share? Um, I think we pretty much covered it. Um, like I said, I think if anyone has uh, an interest in helping this grow, it's getting, it's participating in the, the tool itself and, and providing feedback. And we'd love to engage with you. Um, we do what we call the roadshow. So we're out doing presentations and getting involved also um, in different workforce types of, you know, avenues. So if you're looking for, you know, someone to come and speak or give more detail on the initiative itself, we'd love to do that as well. Very cool. I love it. Well, Catherine, thank you again. And for those at home listening, we appreciate it. Please do share the show with a friend who you think would also appreciate hearing the good work that Catherine and Pipeline AZ are doing. And as always, keep questioning because the struggle is real. On behalf of Centauri and I, thanks as always for listening. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review and feel free to share the show on social media. Thanks a lot.